Hey everybody, welcome to episode 80 of the Utah Royals FC show. I'm Vircho, no Cindy or Megan today, but I do have someone pretty awesome. We've got Ariel Ship, the newest Utah Royal. How are you doing? Hey, I'm really good. How are you? I am super awesome and I'm stoked to do this. So before we get in, we're going to do some icebreakers real quick, if you don't mind. <laughs> yeah, that sounds great. Um, I'm excited to be here. So let's just dig right in. As are we. All right, Ari. Favorite food? Favorite food? Probably some sort of Asian food. I love like noodles and rice. Um, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. Good choice. Good choice. Favorite color? Probably purple but i I like all all colors (laughs) don't don't discriminate on the color the color wheel i think the correct answer is gold in this circumstance but we'll give you a pass um gold yes definitely gold cats or dogs dogs okay okay coffee or tea coffee for sure i love my coffee (laughs) chocolate or vanilla oh that's an easy one. Chocolate. I'm a big chocolate <laughs> fiend. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite type of weather? Ooh. Um, I definitely love the summer. I just feel like I thrive in summer and hot weather and the sun's out and I'm outside and I'm just loving life. <laughs> California girl makes sense. Yes. What is the last show that you binge watched? Ooh, um, I just binged American Horror Story because it was just Halloween. Um, so that was a good one. Right on. What is your greatest fear? Ooh, um, greatest fear is probably failure. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, probably just failing at at everything or heights 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 that's a good one i am also extremely afraid of heights yeah what is your favorite vacation spot Ooh. um i haven't gone on too many vacations but um i went down to san diego for a few days and that was really nice i just love like being by the beach and the warm weather So that was a good one. Very cool. If you could visit one place in the world, where would you go? I would love to go to Spain. I would love to go to Barcelona and see a game there and just experience like a different culture and environment. Um, Yeah. That's awesome. You uh, should have some good conversations with Vero. If she sticks around, we'll see. Um, yes. do you have any pregame rituals? Ooh, um, I have pregame rituals in, in terms of what I eat. Um, <laughs> I have to have like eggs and avocado toast for breakfast. And then I always like, sir, I like a specific, <laughs> like, rice and veggies and chicken for lunch or I mean obviously depends on the time of game but I'm like very particular about my pregame meals (laughs) very cool do you have like a pump-up song or anything or is it just 
meals. Yeah, I have a I have a whole pump up playlist. So, um, but then if there's a song that's out that I'm really enjoying, I'll probably play that on repeat. <laughs> <laughs> way to be, way to be. All right, if you weren't playing soccer, what do you think you'd be doing? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I actually think I would probably be in law school or yeah, I think law school. That's always, that's always something I've been super interested in. And I actually took the LSAT this past July, um, because the score is good for five years. So I figured take it, see how we do and go from there. But I've always been super interested in the law and I, I would love to Whenever soccer ends, hopefully not not for a while, but I, I think I would love to go to law school and become an attorney. Wow, good for you. Smarty pants. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, did did you do like a pre-law program at Berkeley or what I guess what did you what did you study? Yeah, my major was legal studies, so pre-law. Um, yeah, my my grandpa was actually an attorney and um, he and I were super close before he passed and he, he really inspired me to pursue the law. So that's awesome. Good for you. Good for you. Thanks. Sorry to hear about his passing. That's, Oh, it's okay. Fun. Thank you. No, it's okay. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Of course. All right. So before I guess we'll in our transition to soccer, we have a few fan questions that we want to plug here. So Ooh, great. What three teammates past or present would you bring to back you up in a bar fight? <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Um, wow. That's a really good question. Past or present? Mm-hmm, past or present. Okay. Um, from the spirit. I think I would have to bring um, <laughs> Sam Staub. Um, <laughs> she was a rookie this past season, but I know in a bar fight, she would definitely have my back and she's tall. So she, I think, I think she would be intimidating and scare some people. Um, another good one would be Callie Farkason. <laughs> Um, who's also on Utah now. She's, she looks sweet, but inside she's, she's vicious. Um, and then maybe someone on Utah, I would probably pick Katie Stangle. She, she was with me at the spirit, um, my rookie season and she can be vicious too. So I think I would pick those three. Katie Single can absolutely be vicious. I know that firsthand. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. So, and uh, this is not a fan question, but it's, it's uh, normally we include it with the icebreakers when we do interviews, but of your current teammates. So going to Utah, who would you Mm -hmm. be most afraid of to get in a bar fight with? Oh, wow. Um, Just on who, you know, (laughs) probably Lo Labanta. Lo Labanta. Yeah. I can see that. You could see that. Yeah. Yeah, She seems like pretty intimidating to me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 
that's a good pick. I like low. Okay. Really short, who, but good pick. Yeah, short, but I don't think hype is really a factor in a bar fight, you know? Uh-huh, for sure. And it's Lola Bonta. She will go low. And she right. knows exactly. that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. She'll play dirty, for sure. Uh, <laughs> low and I are friends, so I... I, I feel comfortable saying that. Um, okay, good. <laughs> so, based on what you know about your new teammates, who would you want to be stranded on a desert island with if you had to pick two? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, I think I would pick A-Rod. She seems really, like, very interesting. Like, we could probably talk for a while but also she seems really resourceful like we would definitely survive if I had her on the island mm-hmm. with me and, and um and um probably Becky Sauerbrunn as well like I feel like if I had both of them on an island with me we would definitely survive mm-hmm. and make it until we got help <laughs> um both just seem like very resourceful and knowledgeable uh-huh. so yeah, those are those are my two picks. <laughs> yeah, no, I I think I think those are great picks. I think you know, okay. Amy being, you know, I mean she she has two little boys. She she must know everything on the planet, you know, to right to, exactly to, to raise two little boys, and then Becky just reads all day. So of course, you know, she she's picked up the tools of the trade to to need to survive. Yes. So two very very good picks. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. All right. So hopefully we're not stranded on an island, but yes. (laughs) So um, we talked a little bit about welcome to Utah. Are you, you're in California now still, I believe just, just enjoying the off season. Yes, um, I am. I'm in Northern California back by my university, back by Cal. So I'm in Berkeley. Um, And yeah, I'm just enjoying enjoying the off season. Um, yeah, but yeah, I'm very excited to get to Utah. I bet. I bet. What have the? I guess what have the last couple weeks been like? Did you have an inkling at the end of the season that you might be going somewhere else? I know it's it's really hard to be a player in this league with stability. Did you have any sort of, I guess, heads up as to what might be happening? Right. Um, so <laughs> this league is, is very unstable, mm-hmm. as you know. Um, I just had an open mindset about this offseason, and I wasn't going to stress about where I would be next season. I kind of just had like a reassuring feeling that whatever was going to happen was going to happen. And I, I don't even know how to explain it, but I just felt confident that I would be taken care of. Mm -hmm. And when this all happened last week, um, I knew it was meant to be. And I, I just felt so reassured, um, when Laura called me and when, when this all happened. Um, but I definitely think Utah is where I was meant to be. And, um, I'm very, I'm very excited to get there. (laughs) We are, we are stoked to have you. If it's not too intrusive, what did Laura say on that call? If you don't mind. Yeah. um, Laura 
called me and said, we saw that you're on the waiver wire. Um, and I don't know if, if you know this, but Laura actually drafted me out of college. Mm -hmm. So when she was at Seattle, she drafted me there. And then I was traded to Washington before I could even get there. But she, um, you know, she said, you know, I've liked you, um, uh, which is part of the reason she, she drafted me. She said, um, you know, we think you've got great character and are a great player. We would love to have you at Utah. I think you would be a really good fit with our team. Um, and, and just something along the lines of that. And just hearing that made me feel really great. And she could not have been more welcoming. And I was like, yeah, I think Utah would be a great fit for me. Mm -hmm. And I would, I would love to be there. So I'm glad it all worked out yeah, <laughs> in that way. That's awesome. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and for those listening who don't know, um, Ari was traded for Diana Matheson and a pick. So to, to, to be in a trade for uh, an all-time Canadian legend, pretty high ceiling for you. Definitely. <laughs> yes, definitely. So um, what do you know, I guess, about the state of Utah? Well, <laughs> um, I know that there's lots of cool hikes and trails and mountains, and I'm super excited to get out there and check some of those out. Um, trying to think what else I know. Do you know, do you know of any good trails and spots that I should, should be headed to? Yeah, for sure. We can definitely talk about that. Um, they're, I mean, they're everywhere. Obviously, Southern Utah is beautiful. Um, I really like the, um, there's some really nice hikes in Little and Big Cottonwood Canyon, which isn't too far from the stadium. It's really just, just everywhere, honestly. I know that's kind of a, a crappy answer, but I'm, <laughs> I'm sure your teammates will will drag you along, but it's yeah, it, I'm sure they know all the yeah, good spots already. It's it's really really beautiful out here. As far as teammates go, so I know you played with Katie Stengel. The, the adage is that everyone in the NWSL knows everyone in the NWSL just because the league is so small and you know the the community is kind of tight. Um, I guess who do you feel like you know relatively well as far as your new teammates go? Right. Um, yeah. So aside from Katie Stengel, I, um, I'm friends with Mackenzie Doniak, um, just from both being from Southern California, um, and just having the same friends. Um, but besides that, I really don't know too many people just obviously it is kind of a small soccer world at this point. So everyone has played everyone. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm definitely excited to get out there and meet everyone and, and just make some new friends. <laughs> it should be good. It should be good. Um, obviously, you know, it's still off season. You don't know everyone, but coming from, you know, the, the outside looking in and soon to be the inside, what do you sort of envision your fit at, at Utah being like position wise? Position-wise? Uh -huh. um, well, I've always traditionally played nine, mm -hmm. like the center striker role. Um, but I 
also think I could add value to this team playing at like a 10 role Mm -hmm. where, um, you know, maybe I'm just underneath the nine or, you know, kind of checking off the ball and playing a little bit of a lower role positionally um, where I think I can get on the ball and turn and find through balls or lay it off and spin out and make runs in behind. Um, So I, I feel most comfortable in the center of the field in the nine or, or 10 position, but I also feel like I can play in a seven or 11 as well and come off the shape from the outside and, um, you know, make runs in or have an outside back and around me or go down the line and, and serve the ball in myself. So, um, I like to think that I'm versatile enough to add value to any, any team, um, in the, in the attacking third. Um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of, that's kind of what I think. Very awesome. Very awesome. Um, so throwing it back a little bit, what is your soccer story? What, what got you into the game? (laughs) Um, so I started playing when I was five. I feel like, like most little kids, um, in America, Um, but I always was kind of a little bit better than everyone else. Um, and when you're good at something, it's more fun, you know, Mm -hmm. like when you're winning or when you're doing well, like you want to continue doing that. And I felt like that was always kind of where I was at. Um, and so I, I really just, I fell in love with the game, but I, you know, I fell in love with how competitive it could be and how, Um, one of the things I loved most was you get out of it, what you put into it. So the harder I worked at soccer, the better I got and the more results you could see in games and on the field. Um, and it was just something so rewarding for me, Mm -hmm. um, in terms of growing up and whatnot. Um, I also felt like soccer could really be an escape for me when things weren't going well in other aspects of my life. Um, my parents went through a really tough divorce when I was younger and, um, I was actually growing up in Colorado. And so then we moved to California and, um, right before I started high school, that was when we moved. So, um, you know, just throughout it all, soccer was always there for me and it was always something I excelled at, you know, so when things weren't going well, I always had soccer to, to turn to and, rely on, um, which was just really great for me. And it was always, it was always an escape. Um, and then it just became my whole life. (laughs) Very cool. Another reason why they call it the beautiful game. Definitely. Yes. That's awesome. Did you play any other sports growing up or was it just soccer, soccer, soccer? Um, I, I played basketball for a little bit and then I broke my finger. So that was out. Ouch. <laughs> uh, yeah. Ouch. <laughs> um, I know kind of lame, but oh well. <laughs> and then, um, I also ran track, but no soccer was, my mom always joked. She's like, my minivan only goes to the soccer field. So <laughs> you, you guys better play. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Um, so growing up playing, did you have any idols or teams that you followed? 
Um, Mia Hamm was definitely my idol growing Mia up. If, yeah, I, I mean, I worshipped the ground she walked on, basically. Um, I also loved David Beckham. He will always have a special place in my heart. <laughs> um, yeah, I would say those two were definitely inspirations to me. I love that. And I love hearing Mia Hamm especially because I've noticed a trend anytime we've done an interview not a single person has not said Mia Hamm and I think that's Mm -hmm. just a testament to her badassery you know and I think it's also a testament to how you know even though there's still a ton of room and you know a, a ton of things that need to be done to make the game grow and you know like make leagues feel more professional i think it's cool that sort of a starting point that so many people point to is you know mia ham and that sort right, of generation sure. which is super super awesome uh, particularly as me someone who um admittedly didn't really didn't wasn't knowledgeable or didn't know a whole ton about the female side of the game until the Royals became a thing. So super, super awesome to backtrack and, 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 and to hear that. Yeah, that is really cool. There was a, a movie called dare to dream. I don't know if you would know it, but it was about Mia Hamm and Brandy Chastain and um, all those girls, Christine Lilly and just the impact that they had on the women's game. And it was, I mean, uh, like I still get the chills just even thinking about it. So it's really cool to see what those women did for my generation and hopefully what we can do for the younger generation to continue to grow the game. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, does your Jersey number have any sentimental value? Like, is there any sort of story or meaning behind it? Behind the number being number yeah, two? Yeah, behind number two. Sorry, I should have clarified that. Um, oh, that's okay. So growing up, I was always number 10 or 17. Um, but when I went pro, those numbers weren't available. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, my birthday is May 2nd. So I picked, I picked number two. Oh. Um, yeah. Very cool. Very yeah, cool. Yeah, two's been a good number for me. Yeah. I know. I think I'll have to pick. I'll have to pick a new one when I join Utah. Yeah, so. you will. You will. I think 17's available. Wait, no, it's not. It's not. Sorry to burst your yeah. bubble there. <laughs> uh, That's okay. Uh, new team, new number. Yeah. I think it'll be for the yeah. best. I don't know. Maybe you can uh, offer Sydney Maramontes, like offer her lunch or do laundry or something if you really <laughs> want it that badly. Um <laughs> So, um, obviously, we talked about how you play up top and very versatile up top. If you could play a position other than the position that you currently play, what would it be? Ooh. Um, I've always thought what it would be like if I was um, (laughs) an outside back. Um, Actually, a friend just asked me this question, like, isn't it so weird that, like, you're a forward and I'm a center mid. Like, what if we were different positions? And I was like, yeah, that is that is kind of really weird to think about. But um, I think playing outside back would be the easiest transition for an attacking player because they still do get to attack in the game. Um, like, um, 
you know, like a Kelly O'Hare or someone who can really get around and steal whip in services and um, play an attacking role. But I just don't know how well I would do in the defending <laughs> aspect <laughs> of the game. Um, I think I can get it stuck in and tackle, but I would definitely need some help with like, where should I be when and what should I do in this situation, you know? So yeah, I think I could, I think I could make a good outside back. Right on, right on. I can dig it. I can dig it. All right. So, (laughs) um, transitioning away from soccer, we talked a little bit about American horror story, um, (laughs) you know, your greatest fear, cats and dogs, cats or dogs, et cetera. Um, but what does the off season look like for you? What, what, what hobbies do you have? Yeah. Um, well, I, I really love being outdoors. Um, especially while the weather is still nice and not too, too cold. So, um, you know, for me, whether that, I mean, working out is, is obviously such a, such a big part of my life, but I love to go on hikes. Um, I love to do yoga. I really love to swim. I just really love activities where I can, um, you know, just be one with myself and really, um, you know, kind of clear my mind and almost meditate in a sense. Um, just, just to be one with nature feels really healthy and great. Awesome. Utah really was meant to be then it sounds like. I know it definitely sounds like that. Do you have any pets? No, but I really, really, really want to get a dog. (laughs) (laughs) Like the the fact that you just asked me that is crazy because I've been looking at like adoption sites and dog sites online. So if anyone listening to this podcast um, knows of a black Labrador retriever or puppies or something i am very interested so <laughs> we'll uh, <laughs> we'll put out. the word out there for sure for sure okay um, thank you i'm just in love and obsessed with them right now and i would i i think i could definitely manage one so i would huh? love to, to huh? get a dog there there's uh did you have teammates who had dogs on the washington spirit yeah just a a few but um I lived with a host family while mm. I was there and they had just gotten a black lab and her name was Luna and she was the sweetest dog ever. And I just totally fell in love with her. And now I want one of my own. So. <laughs> That's adorable. That's adorable. <laughs> if, if you end up not getting one, you'll, uh, you'll have a few options around, or around Utah for sure with your teammates. Okay. Um, so, what do you want fans to know about you? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I want fans to know that I'm totally open to meeting them, talking with them, hanging out, whatever. Um, I don't want people to ever feel intimidated to talk to me or anything. Um, we're all just people and... <laughs> um, I'm just a regular, regular old gal. I just happen to play soccer for a living. So don't, don't be intimidated or anything. Totally open to chat and say hi. That's awesome. I love that. I love that. 
Um, one last question for you. Are you ready for the altitude? Do you think going from California to living in a swamp? To- <laughs> um, we'll see. I know I'll definitely need a little adjustment period. Like I said, we grew up in Colorado. Uh-huh. So whenever we would leave, I would, I would feel like, oh, this is so easy to breathe here. And then I went back a while ago and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so hard to breathe here. <laughs> so I know Utah will be similar. Mm-hmm. So I know I'll need an adjustment period, but I think I should be able yeah. to handle it. I think I'll adjust You'll be it fine. Period. It doesn't take too long. It's just like really annoying because like you start to like doubt your own ability. It's like, do I only have one lung? What's wrong with me? You know, <laughs> <laughs> although, although you right. have, you know, traveling you've been obviously you you've been out here to, to rio tinto and so you've uh felt that felt that right. firsthand yeah it's definitely tough coming in to play mm-hmm. there but hopefully living there i'll have more of an advantage. yeah for sure actually not the last question because i have a couple more if um if, if that's all right so obviously oh, yeah. callie is coming with you uh, what's that like? Have you two been in, been in contact? Uh-huh. <laughs> Callie is one of my best friends. Um, seriously, she's like my best friend. So we like just, we text and FaceTime all the time. So when we, when we found out this was happening, we we're super excited. Um, but yeah, we, I mean, we were texting last night about stuff and we're just both really excited about this new opportunity. Yeah. Very awesome. Very awesome. What do you think you're going to miss the most about Washington? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I really love the area, but I more so loved the people. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I mean, my teammates were so great always, but also like I had an amazing host family. Um, I <clears throat> just felt like the community was really well-knit and very close. Um, and it was, it was just great to be out there and, and meet such great people. Um, but I feel like Utah will, will be the same or if not better. That's fantastic. All right. Do you have any, uh, I guess, final thoughts you want listeners to, to leave listeners with? Um, I'm, very excited to get out there. I'm really excited for this new opportunity and I can't wait. And I can't wait to, to meet everyone and get out there and get playing. I wish, I wish it wasn't off season, honestly. <laughs> I wish I could like fast forward the next few months until March. So ditto, ditto. All right. Thanks so much, Ari. Yeah. Thank you for having me. 